everybody, Matt Metley here with the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia podcast that nobody asked for, but we are doing it because we are honorable people and we want to be heard. Thanks for tuning in. It is season 11 and the last one. We're going to go through our favorite moments of this last two-parter. We'll go through who won the episode. We'll also rank season 11. A lot to get through. And who's doing it with me? It is Frida Beckerman. How are you? You're welcome. I didn't say thank you in that whole intro, but uh, thanks for being here. And so, Frida, we are at the last episode, basically. We'll treat this as the same thing. So please tell us, what is uh, 9 and 10? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. It is a two-parter. The gang goes on a Christian dry cruise. Can you imagine anything worse for our gang? Again, also, why do they do that? Anyway, sorry, Mac. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Mac I, I know, is the catalyst. But very out of character for our, our gang Extremely. Here. Well, they didn't know it was dry, um, you know, when they were going in. So they think... But they snuck everything in. Yeah, that's fine for them. They'll just uh, drink the mouthwash to stave off the shakes. <laughs> They're smart, smart, high-functioning alcoholics here. Um, <laughs> and uh, they're trying to enjoy themselves on this cruise. Right. Dennis immediately spots a young virgin who, uh, you know, he wants to take advantage of well, because of the implication. It's around the sins, too. The it's, sins. Like, it's like lust and sloth. I didn't even notice that. Oh, Very yes, good, yes, yes, Matt. Yes, yes. Very good. Maybe you should be describing this part so dennis is lust i got that d is wrath yes okay um i don't sloth slothfulness sloth. for uh the other two bozos and then what is mac i mean repression or something repression like that. isn't a sin do it every day it's not one of the sevens yeah well a- anyway at can least you even name can you name all the seven deadly sins? oh yes because of the movie seven okay. but you know that's another podcast my the one I'm doing with <laughs> with Brad Pitt. Okay. Uh, so, yes. Okay, excellent. And it go, it's a two-parter, so they all eventually get thrown into oh, jail. Oh, it's Pride. Whatever. He's Pride. The son of Pride. pride. Okay, sorry. Okay, keep going. Sorry. Perfect, perfect. So no, I mean, I mean that you got us off to the off to the races here, right? Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. So everybody's deal. They want to relax on this cruise. Again, a, a big surprise that it's dry, but I mean, anyways. So the gang opens, and we think they tease that the gang is in front of God. That's what they want us to believe. A lot of uh, religious imagery in this episode. Yes. I'm finding out. They're yeah. in white robes. They're looking up. Bright light. Bright light. And so we, we're assuming that. So they, they, they're going to tell a story to God. Okay, that's yes. how we kick this baby off. That's who they think they're talking to. So the gang is on this cruise, as you said, dry cruise, but of course they sneak in tons and tons and tons of beers. Now, also sneaking in is Frank and Charlie have costumes that they tease, okay? <laughs> but Dennis shuts it down, no costumes, no anything, and yes, this is where he kind of sets it up. Like, we're trying to relax here. Yes. I am trying to not do my lusty stuff. You know, they're D, taking a break. Dee's trying themselves. to just relax. Yes. Don't shit on her. You know, blah blah blah. 
You, so you set it up perfectly. So then, yes, you are getting to it, but I have it in my notes, and we do need to address the implications of being on a boat the for a woman. Now, the implication in It's Always Sunny is a well-known uh, reoccurring motif yes. with Dennis. The implication is that the woman can't... See, it's awful to say, so you just say the implication, but the implication <laughs> is that the woman can't escape because yes. they're in the middle of the ocean. What's she going to do? Exactly. So she might as well go with it because of the implication. She doesn't want to be of raped. what might happen. Well, it's so I also have this as a great line that Mac said. Uh, so Mac is waiting for the gang to meet up with him. Whether they will not. Nope. They don't care about any of this stuff. They're but not Christian like Mac he is. goes to a prayer group and he he blurts out, "I've started taking a missionary position with my friends." <laughs> so that's up for a quote of the episode. Um so he's there. The, the gang's not going to be there. Uh, they have this musical theater happening that Mac is like, I'm 100% not going to like this. And we cut to him, you know, fucking singing Guys and Dolls, top yes. of his lungs. Mm-hmm. No surprise here, again, for the audience and how we followed him. We are... Uh, okay, I'm just going to say, we know Mac is gay by this point, but it yeah, hasn't absolutely. been said out loud yet. Right, right, right. So this is the one they kind of turn it, and then they kind of go back a little bit, but we'll get we'll get to that. So Charlie and Frank are walking around these big winter coats, <laughs> suspicious as fucking all hell. So they walk past OJ, and, and Charlie's like, oh, they, they got vodka and... And, uh, and mixers. They, they have mixers here. But why would you drink a straight <laughs> mixer, like, which right. is orange juice? Right. He thinks it's a mixer. He's like, oh. Orange juice is a mixer. Oh, OJ's a mixer? So, uh, yeah. Frank and Charlie, it's revealed, have beers. They snuck all the fucking beers. How greedy. How greedy do you need to be to sneak all the beers out in your coat? You're an alcoholic. They're all alcoholics. <laughs> They're That's getting right. the shakes. And it was it was acknowledged up front that they did bring mouthwash for like <laughs> that Mac was in on that part. Yeah, yeah. Cause you know, you can't just totally detox. You don't want to get sick, and they do get sick in an episode. That's another callback. It is just callback central for it's always sunny at this season, mm-hmm. right? Because it is just like they do get sick if they don't drink alcohol. We've established that in a former episode. And so that's what makes it fun or, you know, that you're in on the joke a little bit. So Dennis is checking out this very young woman. Yes. Questionable of age. I mean, Oh, but that's okay because he steals her ID <laughs> to check. He's on top of it. Uh, he's he's got to make sure that it's somewhat legal. But he's checking, checking her out. Uh... They finally get, so D sits down, has a little interaction with, with a woman who we see later as the magician. Mm-hmm. But she goes and she sits by Dennis and she's like, I don't, you know, I don't want you stressing me out and shitting on me and all this kind of stuff. So once again, it comes up the implication of a boat, right? Yes. So D's version of that is if somebody's get if a man's getting a little squirrely with her, you know, she'll go back and tell the sheriff a story, a nice little story about what well, happened yeah, out yeah. on the boat. Yeah, I mean, she might, you know, it's uh, 
if a guy is, you know, backing oh out of the deal and yeah, having sex, yeah. she will, you know, maybe make up a story uh, that pins him as a rapist. Jesus <laughs> so, Christ. So they're both pretty bad. And yes. you get the face from Dennis, but Dennis doesn't want to get into it. He just wants to move on. He sends that girl a virgin daiquiri because she's a virgin. <laughs> He's very Classic, clever. He's one Dennis step ahead. Movie. Oh, and then that scene does end with uh, D getting shit on by a bird. Literally shit mouth. on. Literally shit on in the mouth. <laughs> so that's always fun to see, uh, to see Caitlin Olsen get poop on her. So Mac is playing shuffleboard. Uh, he's loving it, but... He sees some guys kiss who's in his church and he freaks out. Yes. And the storm is happening. So he's saying that's like God. Those clouds are God and stuff like that. So we start to get the religious element caked in on this one. And you're right. It must have been pride. I also, I don't know if this has come up yet, but he uh, <laughs> he has a cat of nine tails. He has he, a what? A, a cat of nine tails. It's like a, a whip. A cat of nine? Oh. He has a whip, and he wants to whip himself for being oh, bad. God, yes. So he's so good at blending these, like, you know, gay stereotypes and religious stereotypes yes. together in a way that don't that don't mix. It's. Uh, I mean, and we also somebody's doing construction right outside of my place, so it is very distracting. Oh, that's what that noise is. Don't okay. get distracted. I guess so. I mean, I, it's, you can get distracted if you're listening to a podcast. Well, I'm saying you and I shouldn't get distracted. Oh, I thought you meant the royal Because we are... What? What? <laughs> I, I didn't hear you because the thing is so loud. No, no, no. Uh, so you're right. He does have that, that uh, funny line with the whip right before he sees him kiss and he freaks out about He's it. He's like, it, he, he does need to be punished. <laughs> but with this new church, I mean, that's the thing they kind of skated over at the beginning. So this is like a new church for Mac or something like that. Oh, we know, we know a little later because he does say too many Vietnamese were going to the last church. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why he's with this new church. That's the excuse we get. So... I got Frank and Charlie. Oh, Frank and Charlie get to bust out the costumes after all. Because yes. they go looking for the booze. Uh, Charlie's dressed as Gilligan. Frank is the captain, apparently. So they do get to use it. So that's a fun moment. And then, all you know, they're trying to get the story along. I get it. It's a comedy. It's been on for fucking 11 years at this point. But the way that they get from... They're looking for the beer to Frank just busts open a pipe. Yes. To get the alcohol out of the pipe or whatever. <laughs> I'm like, okay, you guys, I don't, we're not morons. That's, that's a little bit of a stretch, but whatever. I uh, believed it. Yeah. I believe that's something he would do. You'll allow it. You'll allow it. I will okay. allow. So we get to D versus the magician. All right. So it's the woman she kind of yelled at earlier. And it's this little magic show. Mm -hmm. And she calls Dee up because she wants to humiliate her, obviously, after. They, so she does these little tricks that are funny and they work. Uh -huh. So Dee's like, let me do a trick oh, for no. you. And the trick, eventually, is just her punching the magician. <laughs> <in the face>. Violence. <laughs> 
It's violent. These people aren't smart enough, so you got to do violence. Dee's working on the rage, so obviously this just triggered her rage, being embarrassed like that. On a stage, her most important, you know, place. Yes. And she thinks she's the, she is this entertainer person that can talk her way out of stuff like that. But all she can do is throw a mean right hand. She, she knocked out the magician's tooth. The tooth, dude. Oh, God. So they get, Dee gets thrown in jail. So it's our first jailing yes. here. Eventually they're all going to get thrown in jail for their different reasons. So I do write the sins down at this point. We're all out of Okay. So Dennis confronts this woman in the hallway. Okay. And it's played out like a horror scene. Like it's just, <laughs> it is the creepiest thing. You're right. He reveals that he stole the, the, the ID. And so he's like, see, I know, I know, I know your rage, you know, don't worry about it. Don't you like magic? Completely fumbles it. I mean, it is, it is cringe Dennis at, at cringiest. Yeah. I mean, how else is this going to play out? She is freaked out right from the beginning. Because I forgot from the first time I watched it if she was a little charmed or whatever. I think she's creeped out from the beginning. So that's a use. Again, the virgin daiquiri was, she was probably creeped out. Yeah. Is, okay, you're thinking that? Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, I think there's some plausible deniability there. What? From who? What? From who? From which one? <laughs> who, who, From the girl, because you don't okay. know you don't know which way she's gonna go until they have that confrontation. Right, right. Because they're setting it up, and she's clearly not into it immediately. Yes. Once he, they once he even is like creepy. he puts his hand on the fucking immediately. It's bad. So she eventually goes off screaming, uh, in terror. And he's like, no, the, the thunder made, made it more menacing. <laughs> uh, he blames the thunder. They throw him in the jail yes. where D's at. And I think, is, is, is Charlie, oh, Charlie and uh, uh, Frank are already there. Yeah, they got caught. Oh, he does say at what Dennis does say at one point in that, he's like, yeah, it's we're out in the ocean, you know? <laughs> Nobody will be able to hear us scream. <laughs> our screams, our screams of passion. <laughs> so Matt goes to the gay guys and he wants to convert them to being ungay. And they're like, come on in. You know, we'll talk to you about it. And we cut to Mac walking into the jail. Yes. Uh, <laughs> voluntarily and being like, I am gay and renounces God. He renounces God, which is so shocking. And that's where we end part one. What What is the reason he renounces God? Because God wouldn't make him queer. Yes. So a lot of denial there. But that is part one. And we, we fade into part two seamlessly on this podcast. Wait, we got to talk about this outing. Like this was a big deal when it came out. There, I remember news articles about it. There's a lot of but controversy. But part two, he goes back. That that's, is why I want to get to part two. And if you want to talk about it afterwards, because oh, he okay. goes back on it. Yeah. In, all right. In part Fine. We'll two. talk about it later. So, I mean, it is weird. It is weird. Because I remember when this came out and you're right. The news cycle, because these were two different episodes. It was like part one, Matt comes out or whatever. And yes. then he goes back on it. I was like, wait, what the fuck is that? But anyways, and I also remember this being kind of like, are they setting up that this series is over with 
There was a small feeling of that at the time. Yeah, they absolutely. actually died. And then they signed on for like five more fucking years. <laughs> so, okay. Right? So this whole episode right up front is like basically in this jail cell at the bottom of this ship that is sinking. Spoiler, but not really because... Filling with water. So... The first thing that I wrote about this episode <laughs> is Dennis carries onions in his top pocket in case he needs to show people that he's crying and he's listening. Yeah, because he's a sociopath. He doesn't know how to cry naturally. So he's come up with these tricks to act human. Brilliant character I gotta choice. say, and this is probably just... I, I should do that. I should take around some onions. Because you're a sociopath? Well, that's for me and my therapist to decide. <laughs> but... Uh, so, it is kind of, I mean, just right off the bat, I know it's been a while since you've seen it. It's a weird episode, right? Because it's just them trapped in this spot. And, like, they do a whole bit where they go to each character and they're all doing ship sounds. They're like, no, the ship sounds like this. <laughs> and they do this slow pan fade of everybody. And it is like, I guess they're just going to take their time this episode. <laughs> Maybe they had one and a half the parts yes it's and they're like they fuck we need like improv. we need like eight more minutes they got the boat set they they filled it the tank with water this is probably their whole budget right right <laughs> so right. they have to milk it for what it's worth so Which they is- they pan around and they all do impressions and then they go how long was that and they were like four hours <laughs> <laughs> which they acknowledged was half the time of their conflict revolution, usually. So a full eight-hour workday, the gang has to work things out. Oh, boy. So they... Dennis does... Oh, okay. Dennis trains Mac and Charlie. We, we've learned this from other episodes. <laughs> he trains their brain. He does little things. So Charlie freaks out, and Dennis just starts going, Oi, 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 oi. And, and Charlie, like calms down yes and he's like it's a thing i've been doing with charlie for a while to calm him down (laughs) and then we get a scene like this this (laughs) was like a play it was like all these tiny little bits that were like 45 seconds long and that's what i have so they go into this impressions thing and they're like dennis do cch pounder oh my god this was the best impression I remember of the whole series is uh, Dennis's CCH pound. God damn it, Dutch! Because <laughs> it makes you want to do it too, right? <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Might be the the Such quote of the obscure, episode, obscure. but it was great. It did oh, sound it like so great. Yes. And then they go to D, and she's like do Obama and she's like yo 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 this is terrible <laughs> and they're like you're racist, racist. so you, it, it, just proving you just have to do the impression correctly to not be uh, racist I think so yeah the CCH pounder I was shocked that Dennis nailed it it was unexpected it was probably it was, it was just so random you know you were not expecting it that's what made it great <laughs> oh god so we have a dinner party. I mean, that's the thing. It just cranks through here. We have a dinner party. Mac is setting it up and they're imagining whatever they want. Mac imagines skinless chicken boiled, brown rice, no seasoning, 
no mashed potatoes, it's too many carbs, and blue Gatorade. What do you think, Frida? Are you into Max Meal? Um, didn't you say it was Charlie's Meal? No, it's Max. Oh, okay. Um, that's disgusting. Because that's, he's keeping the weight It's a punishment. Off. Yeah, that meal is a punishment to him. Right. <laughs> it's. Uh, I mean, he likes the blue Gatorade, though. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it's like a workout thing, sure. So they, they fight about that, of course, because that is a terrible meal. Dennis eventually is like, I am having, a, you know, creme brulee or whatever. So the gang sits in silence for a little bit, and they do a little, like... They do a little bit yes. with the stuff. Again, I was like, okay, what, the, what is fucking happening? They're like, we got to get this to 22 minutes somehow. That's how I felt about it. Hmm. It was kind of weird. Okay. What do you think? <laughs> stop like the, what, stop looking at my notes? Yeah, those are your notes. Those are somebody else's notes. <laughs> It was, uh, it was an odd, like, again, this could be a play or something. Like, we could do oh, this. Oh, it's funny you say that, because here's a trivia fact um, <laughs> from my notes. I'd this, rather have you be in episode. the moment and focus <laughs> than fucking looking at that thing. I'm trying I to refresh asking, myself. I'm not editing any of this out. Okay. It's, You're trying uh, to refresh yourself. It's, um, it's based off of a, it's a nod to a French play. Okay, great. And you totally knew that unscripted, don't. For my notes, yes. And I'll, exactly. And I'll fucking, I'll edit it out. So, <laughs> we, the gang is sitting in silence. They do this little bit. I still don't know what you think about it because you're looking at the thing. And then Charlie finds a flare gun. Yes. And we get a little dark, uh, but it's okay. Charlie's just going to hang on to this flare gun for a second. Uh, the ship tips over. Charlie thinks they're in purgatory. Yes. This is where he's like, and and there's a question right there. Are they? Well, does the audience know yet? What's the going audience to happen? doesn't know. But at, at the time you're watching it, the first time I saw it, I I was on board with all of this. Uh, yeah, I was. I thought I was that like, they were I don't know go where there. this is going. Great. Uh, exactly. But when you see it a second time, I guess, yes, I'm reminded by the insurance salesman at the end. Again, <laughs> spoiler alert, but not really. Uh, so Charlie freaks out and it's just like, I'm going to shoot myself in the head because we're already dead. Yeah. I'm going to shoot myself in the head with this flare gun, which does not kill him. I mean, Charlie's probably got a pretty pretty good head, pretty good noggin. <laughs> it's been through a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we can get through a simple, I guess, flare gun shot. They tease that everything will be okay, but then we see the water filling up. They are indeed going to die. The water filling up was... Oh, I was like, how are they going to get out of this one? I really... I Me too. And so they get to... They're just outing things about each other. <laughs> because they think they're going to die. Mac has a Romo jersey, a Dallas Cowboys jersey, a big deal for sports fan, not for Frida there, but everybody freaks out. No, not for Frida. Charlie messes with Frank's glasses, so mm-hmm. he stays dependent on him. <laughs> Dennis is intercepting letters from Mac's dad. What a shocking revelation. Something you reveal when you think you're about to die, that you've been... <laughs> intercepting letters from Mac's father that was in prison because Luther's whole thing Luther's whole thing is like you think he doesn't 
You think he's trying to kill Mac. You think he's right, like right. he hates Mac. And it's usually revealed it, at the end for the first time we see him, but Yeah. But it's like revealed that Luther loves him. Yeah. Yeah. Always did. And so do you think Dennis is actually lying there? Oh, I didn't consider Because he was like, oh, oh, he never said he loved you. That was the thing. He's like, if it means anything, but Dennis is probably fucking lying about that. You think Dennis needs Mac more than Mac needs Dennis? There, Exactly. The codependence of it is staggering. And yeah, there you go. No mm. Mac's dad. Because eventually Mac's dad does get, he's pissed at him at this point. <laughs> so, because he's basically like, every time I see you, something goes wrong, which is true. And we've established in this podcast, if you hang around the gang too long, your life will get fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Even if you don't intentionally do it, the all sooner the you get out, the better. Just all the side characters just get worse are in bad shape. So, uh, Dennis seems to be moved by this moment. Yes. And starts crying, but of course... Onions. The onion comes back. He's got the onions out. So we get to the end, and all I have towards the end here, they die. They seem to like die peacefully. They at resign the bottom themselves of this to death. They each take a moment to decide. And again, a very sunny moment. Right? Very, it, it was very like, real. Right. Not real, like how they're dark. Because you know, when they go dark, it's always played for laughs. Yeah. It, it always makes you laugh when they're doing something so dark but this is like a sweet moment almost which which does pay off because once the door opens and they're going to get saved they start yes. pushing each other out of the way yeah <laughs> but this is the this is eventually they do the mac doing the dance let's say like two or three seasons from now <sighs> it is starting to be where they do throw in they throw in these like cathartic uh serious almost moments, dramatic moments dramatic yeah. moments I think for the worse. I, I do not like them in this show. They should not exist. I did not like Max Dance. Not my season to discuss, but Okay. I, I, I think it's um it's it's I'll pull you in when we get there. <laughs> I'll get your thoughts. Okay. It's it's like uh this season is kind of hinting that they're running out of ideas. And they're getting serious, which is not you something just, you're ever supposed to do you just in a comedy. And we are going to talk about this and we'll talk about the whole se- the season as a whole. But I agree with you. And I was thinking about this last night. And I, I'm telling you, I thought that when I first saw this episode, mm. I was like, what the fuck is this? They're, they're panning around the room and they're just doing, or, or they're doing this now. <laughs> And it's like, I like when they do different things, but it's also just like, wait, what the fuck is, what the fuck is this? Yeah. You literally were like, we got nothing else. Let's just sit around and do some snaps and some ums and all right, I guess. Too serious. And that's just not the show. So we get the fucking swerve. They're in the insurance, dude. Blah, blah, blah. They go into the light. The cetera, light is not God. It's the it's insurance man. It's not God. Man. It's the insurance man. They're in the robes because they were just all wet and that's what we get. So yeah, the payoff's even kind of like, ah, <laughs> you guys, right? Yeah. But who won this last episode? What would you say? It, it It's a oh, gang-centric episode, yes. so it's tough. It's hmm. tough. I'm going to go with um, Mac. 
Because Dennis has been hiding the letters from his father. It's the most loaded. It's the most loaded one. Yeah. He, he does have funny moments in that first half. Does he take back that he's gay in this episode? So, yes. Okay, thank you for bringing that up. Yes. See, this is why you're here. We do loop around to it. I'm too beholden to the notes. You're just, you're, you're, I'm that's why you're perfect. Exactly. So, say it again and then I'll put it, put it in here. This is the episode where Mac takes back that and he's then he gay. And he turns at the very end to the insurance salesman. Don't have it in there that I'm gay. That's what he says. So, and, and it's his rationale as well of like, and if he, if there is a God, then he's blah, 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 blah. So that's how the season ends with this very still ambiguity there, which yes. I thought was a cop-out. I, yeah, well, it's a cop-out because they shouldn't have outed him in the first place. That's my hot take because this was an ongoing joke that they used you know, throughout the series, you know, Mac is gay. And Mac, it was Mac. always funny like that because the the joke is that he is in such denial yep. that he's going through all these like crazy, <laughs> you know, crazy moves to, to hide the fact that he's gay, even though it's so obvious. He's, That's the joke. He says to the gang in this, in this part two, he go or part one, he goes up to him. He's like, there is a gay man in my, or there's two gay men in my church. And they go, the gang says, who's the other one? <laughs> Yeah, that's so funny. And what kills this ongoing joke yeah. is that Matt, Matt, I said Matt, Mac. It's just, close, it's close. One Mac line. just outs himself. Yeah. So the joke is done, you know, like wh- where else is there to go from here? He could have just stayed in the closet for the entire run of the show. I, I, they, they, they gave this, uh, this new story, you know, they like, they made this new character choice yeah and now they have yeah. to stick with it by copping out and like trying to go back to him not being gay but just it's to too late keep it going yeah yeah cat's out of the bag well they they address it more in the next season which again is another podcast literally so line of the episode i mean it's a two-parter so we got a lot what did i say at the beginning i had one of them um Started taking a missionary position with my friends. <laughs> That's pretty good. That would give Mac the queen, the, the queen's, I was going to say clean sweep, but I guess it's the queen sweep as well uh, of the episode. He does have the big moment at the end, but again, I think it's cheapened a little bit with him uh, uh, taking it back. Oh, uh, Charlie, uh, uh, Charlie does. Oh, OJ, like the mixer? <laughs> That's a pretty good line. Part two, not many. Not many in part two because it was too serious, which is the problem. Yeah, it was weird. So, there you go. Mac uh, Queen sweeps that one. So, let's get to, we are, look up on your Google machine, the season 11, dude, because we're going to fucking go through and rank all the episodes I'm going to give to you while you're putting that up. I'm going to give to you. And we're, once again, we're smushing the gang goes to hell into one. Okay. So we have nine to rank. I'm going to give you the bottom four in no order. And then we'll go for the top five. But the four that I would completely leave out. Leprechaun. Okay. Yeah. Fair right enough. off the bat. Fair enough. I'm scratching that one. Electric Boogaloo 2. 
I did not like it. We're, it was like we're off, off, we're off right away with the nostalgia stuff, with yeah. the inside jokes. It didn't work for me. We'll go to the ones that did, but put that one in there. Charlie McDennis. Mm-hmm. D makes a, a smut film. Yeah. Kind of funny, but but not great. I can see how it would be in the bottom. And then I'm going. This is where it gets a little tight, tighter. I like it. It's promising. But again, with the nostalgia stuff, it doesn't pay off. Frank falls out the window. Okay. And he thinks it's 2006. So. Too self-referential. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, number five. McPoyle. Well, yeah. McPoyle versus Ponderosa. Trial of the Century. Interesting. I would say something else, but keep going. Lower or higher? Higher. You love that one. I loved this episode. Are you kidding? Number four, being frank. I like... I See, to me, that episode was experimental, but not the cop-out like we're talking about, right? It's It yes. was like, okay, we're seeing the day through Frank's eyes. This is... It was a new. Awesome. It was a new way to do it. It wasn't yeah. like uh, relying on old material. Right. Right. I thought it was very innovative. Very. And original. it was like eighteen minutes long. It's like the shortest yeah. one of the whole season. It was great. Number four. Okay. Okay. So the top three. Oof. Oh wait a second. You know what? I'm gonna move everything up one. <laughs> And put the gang... Where would you put the gang goes to hell? We just did it and we kind of... It Would that actually be in the bottom four? Um, I mean, I, I actually would put it there. I now would that put I it see in it. the bottom. Yeah. I would. So we move everything up so that we're at so, two now. So number three is being Frank. Number yes. four is Trial of the Century. Okay? So you For do you. get your wish. Okay. That, that moves up one. It does. Gang hits the slopes. For which, number two? Yes. All right. Which is one of my favorites of all time. <laughs> okay. Because it's also one of my another one of my favorites of all time. Mac and Dennis moved to the suburbs. I knew that was going to be your number one pick. I loved it. It I was great. It. it was great. So where, obviously, you're going to shift to that one. What do you think? <sighs> well, I'll just give you my rundown, how I see it. Please do. Uh, bottom picks are Gang Goes to Hell. Charlie catches a leprechaun. Uh, Frank falls out the window. Charlie McDennis too. So that's bottom. Exactly. Yep. And then now for the We're top in agreement ones, there. For the top ones, it's got to be being Frank. Five. Okay. Um. D made a smut film. And Gang Hits the Slopes at the same... I would put them at the same level. Oh, okay, okay. And then top ones have got to be Being Frank. And Mac and Dennis Move to the Suburbs as a strong number two. And then number one, it's got to be McPoyle versus Ponderosa Trial of Century. That one was just too fun. I love seeing... I love the McPoyles. I love seeing all the McPoyles. And it had Guillermo del Toro in it. It did, it did. We did not see we did not see one of the mcpoyles maybe that's why i busted down a little bit oh okay we only saw one but 
You get great Charlie moments being the lawyer. I mean, it, it is... Bird law, yeah. That, to me, it was the best episode. All right. Of well, the season. That, But of course, it's my picks that are going to go in the Library of Congress. In the sure. End. So uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. So, Frida, you made it. You made it through the whole thing. <laughs> it, you did it. Do I you, did it. you feel proud? Do you have any regrets? No, I don't feel proud. Well, let's wrap up this season. I mean... It, it is, like we said, there's a lot going on. They're 11 years old as a series, so they're not yeah. a young, you know, they are it's hard running for a, out of ideas. It's hard for a comedy to, to, to get this far. They're li- they literally do a sequel to premiere, you know, season 11. And so, yes, it's kind of like, okay, now they're at the point to me where it's like home run, Fucking suburbs, uh-huh. home run. They're still hitting home runs. Like those oh, episodes, yeah. I'd show my Iconic, friends and yes. be like, "Oh my god, gotta see when they move to the suburbs. It's fucking perfect." Yes. So it's it's still they're not firing every episode, but it's still they still got something. The slopes hitting the slopes episode is fucking hilarious. Like they they're still tapping into something. Three to four episodes per season, but you can tell. It is the beginning of the end. Well, you can't even say the end. I mean, they'll end at some point. It, the There's show no ended. Way. The show ended with season thirteen. <laughs> no, I'll say but it. But my argument is no, because we still have great episodes coming up, and like they still will have great episodes you can sit down and watch at any era. But if you do, let's say, a fucking podcast and you go through every goddamn episode that they ever fucking did. I can pull coals in it, <laughs> but they still have great fucking shows, even in these later seasons. They're just less. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Fine. Because I even this last season there was a couple I would I would say is in there. So that's what I would say is yes, I the overall. But if you're making a huge list of the best episodes, you're still including some new season stuff. I guess so. Could you could you give me an example? Well, this this one right here. I pick- not including the season. Future episodes that are really good. Can you name a good episode from season fifteen? Well, when you ambush me like this, oh, I, I you don't. Were the expert. Okay. But I because I haven't gotten there in my podcast yet, so oh, I haven't right. I haven't done it. But I mean, okay, right off the bat, because I was sneaking ahead to next season, <laughs> and because it does get weird, and they do have this Dennis. You know, Dennis has a storyline at the end that he went to North Dakota and shit like that. So it is... That was very strange. It's getting weird. But they have making of a a Dennis Reynolds murderer, which Mm -hmm. I thought was great. That was pretty good. Old Lady House, a situation comedy. Oh my God, that was so good. I take it back. That was a great great sitcom idea. Um, I mean, they, they got stuff. Uh, All P- right, I take P- it back. Season 12 was pretty solid. PTSD actually is funny because it's a real, real dark uh, D episode. Uh, so yes, it's... There's ju- still stuff, but... I gotta say, yeah. season 13 is where it really goes downhill. Well, what's And what year are we in at that point? 2018? 2018. I mean... The, but that's it. The gang does a clip show is fucking brilliant. 
So that's the thing. There's still brilliant episodes that they can do. But I agree with you. It's going to go down and I'm going to have to do all these episodes. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, let's sign off before I fight. Because I need I have like they keep signing on for more fucking shows. (laughs) Please stop. Please, it's always sunny, people. Stop making episodes so I can stop this. No, it gives me a great excuse to hang out with my friends like Frida. Thank you so much for this journey. Always a pleasure. And I'll see you next season, uh, whenever that will be, but I will finish it. I'm a completist. Okay. So I'm going to fucking do this. You don't got to tell me. So I, you know as well as anybody. But thanks, everybody. Season 11 in the books. Library of Congress next stop. And we'll see you.